yeah. he was all handsome and a total spunk <laughs> yeah. that's that was my favourite one <laughs> And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us all. Now, look, it's the awesome foursome. We're not in the fuck bunker or in the kinky kitchen. We are all in some random place, our own home. I mean, Russ himself is actually in the fuck bunker. Dan's in a in a Winnebago or a Wannabango or whatever he was in. And Duncan looks like he's perched on the side of a sofa. And that's fine because we are still under lockdown. Uh, for the next three weeks. So we are bringing this episode of the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast to you remotely from our disparate areas. Anyway, so I'm going to go around the screen in the normal way that I usually do. To my left, on my left-hand side of the screen, Russ, before we get all pedantic on my ass, <laughs> on my left is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Dan's on my left as well. Oh, nice. And to the top right, we've got Duncan, whose dulcet tones you just heard. Hello. And on the bottom right, you've got the lovely Russ. Bonsoir. And in the very, very tiny little picture in the bottom of mine, in the very bottom right, I'm here, it's Tom. Now, we're returning to format, we're returning to past glories and revisiting an edition that we really, really enjoy. It is, of course, drumroll, Searching Questions. And we have decided that this episode, we are not going to think of our own ones. We've actually gotten you guys out there in listener land to do all the hard work for us. Now, I don't have the questions, so I'm going to hand over to a very good friend of mine, Dan, who's going to take you through what we've got. Yeah, I want to say thank you to everyone that's that's contributed to this today. We've got some cracking searching questions here, uh, he says, as he frantically tries to find some of them. But we do have some, um, and they are really good. And so I want to repeat, thank you to everyone uh, for getting involved with keep the searching filling, questions. Keep um, yes, the searching <laughs> questions. That, and, uh, just like to reiterate yeah. my thanks to the yeah, people who have submitted. Um, the and of course a, a big round of applause and thanks go to those people who. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, like uh, a junior minister trying to explain where the protective equipment is. This is. <laughs> yeah. Now that is the most topical joke of the evening. Congratulations, Russ. Yep. Yeah. Sure, just wrap it up. Sorry, I'll leave it three weeks before we publish this. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe, maybe not, because it could be worse by then. Um. So, Odysseus at Headed for Hades. He is a podcast mate of me and Duncan because uh, that we did a gridiron gentleman with. Uh, he has asked if Buzz Lightyear didn't believe he was a human, was a toy. Why did he freeze when humans were around? Hmm. I never actually really thought about that. So, my do you think maybe he thought they were some sort of like alien life form that could be potentially hostile? Yeah. Bear in mind, we can say what we like about him because he confessed that he listened to his first episode the other day, and in his exact words were, "It was twenty minutes of tell- Dan telling the fucking dog to shut up." So, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> so um, we knew he was a nerd. Yeah. It's, but so my my thought is this: I think it's kind of programmed into toys at some point that they freeze when humans are around because they're they're sometimes in life-threatening situations and they kind of freeze anyway and even if they don't it's always kind of just like a sly little look to see if they're if the ghost yeah although woody does turn around and talk to sid at the end of the first one doesn't ah shit that throws a spanner in the works doesn't it yeah no fuck it then no idea but i don't Uh, think it's it's uh... like when the toys are made like 
Like they're never children. They don't mm. go to school. They must just sort of one day become conscious with all the knowledge of their identity and everything already in them. Do you know what I definitely 100% don't want to see? A Toy Story origin film. Like, <laughs> no, you can imagine it happening though, right? Like how, where, where they all come from and stuff. I don't want to see that. However, I can imagine yeah. some mental story about yeah. some mental, like, crazy doctor or yeah. something creating it, doing that whole kind of... Do you remember Kevin Eldon as the evil hypnotist in Big Train where he goes, it worked, it <laughs> yes. worked! That's what I imagine that they're going to do with some origin story like that. And then he does it, and then they all become things. But, like, isn't that... Didn't we publish at one point... We, we did a podcast where we talked about that whole thing that the Pixar universe mm. is completely interlinked and sentient toys are just a way, a thing about life eventually. Yeah. Mm. You know... But I mean, to be honest, I kind of agree with Dan. I don't. I don't know whether they're programmed. I mean, Buzz is obviously a more mm. um, is a more complex toy than yeah. some of the others. Like, so he's more complex than Mr. Potato Head. Is just a bit of play. He's more, you know, complex than Woody, who's just stuffed. So they must have some kind of soul. It must be a. It's a. It's an. It's an essence, isn't it, or something? Mm. So like, like, Mr. Could, Potato Head, like he just sticks two eyes in yeah. in a tortilla, and that becomes his body. <laughs> How the yeah. fuck does that work? Oh, yeah. That's about the thing. That. Yeah. So, is it the eyes to... with potato head? Then that is where everything is. Well, I mean, he just has his face, doesn't he, on a on a flatbread, and he can walk it around. Yeah, yeah. Like and his actual, his actual, he's not using his actual body. I kind of figured with Mister Potato Head, it's a case of um, he, he all his parts are sep- are able to function separately, but it's still. Mm the sum of all parts is what is Mr. Potato Head. So even if he puts well, it on a fajita or whatever it was. He's like a hive creature. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the best way of looking at it, I think. Like a hunter from uh, Halo. Yeah. yeah. So so with... With, um, the, with uh, Buzz, though, he, in the, he thinks he is uh, exploring. So he thinks Earth is... Not Earth, it's a weird alien place and mm. there's all these weird things. So maybe actually the human aspect is that they're just giant creatures and you have to freeze because it's a good way of avoiding being squashed by giant creatures. No, but he, he... Well, maybe maybe it's herd mentality. Maybe because all the other toys, all the other beings around him do it, he does it too. It's yeah. just like, a, it's almost a defence reaction. It's like, oh shit, they're all doing it, better just lie down on the floor. But if we, it, Tom, it if we just keep on talking, we can really frustrate Dan because we, if we make sure he doesn't get an edgeway because he's looking like he's really wanting to say no, something. Just, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tom. I was getting herd mentality confused with herd immunity and realising that that's going to end up in exactly the same fucking way that with this. Whatever. Carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Okay, I mean, I don't want to labour the point, but obviously, um, I think Russ's joke about COVID nineteen was much more topical. <laughs> yours, yours, yours was just an angry rant. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it, it definitely cut off at one point. Um, so my my thought is, but it's, I got I got a word in edgeways. Uh, my thought is, it's kind of like a comedian. Dan, can I open my can now? Go for it. Sorry, you, you were talking. Yeah. You keep talking. See, what's funny though is that Dan thinks that now he's um, now he started talking. He's a, he's effectively done Operation Overlord. He's got his beachhead and he's he's, he's going to start pushing for can, isn't he? <laughs> Which is so, ironic, really, because you're about to open your can. <laughs> right. No, I'm not. We we should respect our no. leader a bit more. Than no, this, no, 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 no. He is he's your... clearly going to open a can as soon as I start talking. I'm not. I'm not. Look, look. It's it's over there. <laughs> This is compelling podcasting. All I was going to say is I think it's a bit um, chameleon-like. 
So like it, maybe it's like a just a, like a, an automatic response. So he just kind of like blends in with his <laughs> he's such a ballad. <laughs> Is that even the same can? No. <laughs> 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 So I think it's like a chameleon. Like we're so starved for human contact that that was actually quite funny. It was, yeah. <laughs> Chameleon-like response where he kind of like it's just instinct, and he's just all of a sudden he's frozen. He's a toy because he is a toy. He is a toy. Um. So, so the the kind of like impulse to be a space ranger was something that he's obviously had imprinted on top of the fact that he is a toy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we yeah, also they, see they must that. all be quite messed up psychologically. Mm. But but we also see that um, happen sort of in every other film where he encounters any other Buzz Lightyear toy. That as yeah. soon as they're activated for the first time, or at least as soon as they're released from what they think is stasis for the first time, they start yeah. kind of you know doing their log and having a look around and you know kind of you know doing their reporting to try and cap you know get um high commands attention yeah. and stuff like that so it's kind of it, i think it's all it might just be part of the uh, the buzz lightyear toys boot up sequence or something like that because the, the weird thing is every single buzz lightyear toy seems to have the capability of um speaking or being sold in multiple territories because it's got different language chips for every mm-hmm. single language, because of course he's got his Spanish uh, yeah. mode, which is accidentally re- is accidentally I'll, I'll activated at one yeah. point. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely superb. Um, just starts doing all the dancing and <laughs> just <laughs> shimmying around and stuff. <laughs> when he switches back, he doesn't really remember what's happened. Yeah, he just kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, um, but yeah, I think it's. I think it's just. Like you say, Dan, I think it's like he has some, they have some kind of belief as to mm. what they are, but they are fundamentally at their core toys. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he goes through a period of almost post traumatic stress, doesn't he? Like you're thinking he's Mrs. Nesbitt at one point. I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he discovers he's a toy. And it's actually like, it's actually shocking. It's almost yeah. like um, the trains on the island of Sodor who are so addicted to being really useful in the same way that a toy wants to be played with, a toy has to be played with to be happy. Look at the emotional stress that people like, uh, toys like Woody go through Mm. when dealing with the prospect of Andy not wanting to play with him anymore. You know, it's got mildly sexual overtones. Look at at one of the worst things that can happen is that they get shelved. They get put up on the the big shelf where the the kid can't reach him because the toy's broken now. It's like being sent to prison for them. Utter depression takes over Woody. Exactly. When, yeah. his, when his arm gets ripped off. Yeah. No. Exactly. So there we go. Any anything more to add on that? Um. No. No. It's all quite weird. Right. I think it's uh, that is now um, canon. Canon. Canon in the books. Uh, so if someone could just get onto the Pixar... It wasn't much of an answer, it just, yeah, they just, it sort of is. They're toys. Yeah, it just yeah. sort of is. Yeah. So if people could just get onto the Pixar uh, wiki and just yeah. update that, that'd be, uh, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, he also goes on to say, just what did the Seven Dwarves do with all those diamonds they were mining for? Uh, I think Russ was suggesting that it was some kind of blood diamond ring. <laughs> yeah, I think they were, they were clearly mining conflict diamonds. So, and, and, and what, but what were they <laughs> doing with them? <laughs> what they're doing with them? Selling them. But but you never see them going out. And to be fair, yeah. they're really quite yeah, jolly for people. Because they're not idiots. Who... 
Yeah, but they are around, though, aren't they? If you're if you're operating on the black market, you don't you don't rock up in a luxury car two days later, flipping your wad everywhere. Mm, too, I too, think that's what invested um, it quietly in some shell corporation where they can launder it over a period of years, mm. and then you know they'll take a step back from the mining, let the heat die down a bit. And then yeah. they'll uh, collect a tidy little reward. Trophy girlfriend as well. Do you think that's why Snow White actually wanted to stay with them? <laughs> because, uh, and they realised she would be useful, not just as... Um, <laughs> something filthy. Um, <laughs> not, But, you know, they could splash out the money on her and she could probably, you know, the selling of the diamonds was a bit of an issue, but you've got Snow White there people would easily lap up what she's selling mm. it helps on the marketing and she helped bring them out as proper mm. uh, solidify the business because you know she, she, she she's got the US... mm. well i don't think she was well i mean she's, she's in the other run. i don't think she was i love that everything else so far has been dead on about this yeah but she was <laughs> on the run wasn't she huh? she was on the run Snow White, she was on the run. Yeah, she was. She was. That's, Admittedly, that's a she's good undercover, undercover story, though, isn't yeah. it? But the, but the thing is, then, you've got to ask yourself about the kind of presence of mind that these dwarves have, because if they're just willing to let any bin off the street come in and just sort of live in their house while they're operating this mm. illegal diamond mining ring, yeah, then they're not really security conscious, are they? It's a bit like the um, a bit like the stoners in in Lockstock, just letting right. whoever wander into their house like <laughs> past the cage and okay. stuff. You know, it's just unless insane. they unless they had her made, they knew she was an undercover agent, and actually it was them that contacted the wicked witch and tried to get her off. I, I will. I will also argue. No one's going to fuck with these guys. They are dab hand with the pickaxes, and there's fucking seven of them, and one of them's called mm. Surly. So, like, you you're not going to want to mess with them. Uh, so, well, I th- they, even, they even have like Reservoir Dog style code names. Yeah. Oh, yeah Surly, this one's grumpy, uh, yeah. Mr. Surly, and Mr. Happy. Yeah, Mr. Mr. They've earned they've earned a coke issue. Mr. Dozy. No, I think argument. Like, I don't want to be Mr. Fucking Dozy. Can't he be Mr. Dozy? I want to be Mr. Happy. Yeah. You are a fucking dozy. There you go. Um does Sneezy have a coke problem? No. He grinds the diamonds into dust and he snorts that. Yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. Do you think they have a jazz business? Yeah. Of a jazz business, who yeah. wouldn't? Because obviously you've got the sort of less, you've got the less um, clear, you've got the diamonds of less clarity, which you can easily like turn into knockoff Swarovskis, yeah. which you can sort of, you know, I mean, <laughs> so that's that's the thing. Maybe that was Aren't it. Swar- so, Swarovskis just crystals, not diamonds. Yeah, well, yeah. industrially grown crystals. I do not understand the was, concept um, of Swarovski crystals and was, why well, they're popular. I mean, synthetic. Synthetic crystals are, uh, I mean, for instance, quartz. Most of the quartz you have in watches these days is not real quartz. It's it's synthetically grown. I can um, find yeah, shit. You, you don't have, like, faux luxury shops in shopping centres where you can go and select a lump of quartz for your watch. Do you think um, yeah. they were using... It's like, um, it's like the Royal Nugget. Mm. It's like, I'll have, I'll have a bit of that, that lump. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they were using Snow White's ability to talk to animals to, to like use the animals to to move some of these diamonds 
That like, literal they could meals. Literal yeah. meal. <laughs> Damn yeah. it, Russ is better. But like, it's, attaching, it's like um, attaching it's little like bags of diamonds to it's birds. Like Andy, it's like Andy Dufresne, yeah. you know, taking pocketfuls of dirt out into the yeah. yard, you know, while he's tunnelling, isn't it? It's like stuff a few bags of diamonds up a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and off it goes. There you go. That's the answer, isn't it? I think, but yeah, and like, just like tiny little um, blue tits like carrying like bags of diamonds like really weighed down but they're struggling so hard because they don't do they think, don't want anything to happen to their family do you yeah, think Snow thinking... White had all these royal connections because she was part of the royal family so do you think she sort of helped put them in contact better than like Prince Andrew would ever do I don't think <laughs> oh my god I don't <laughs> think <laughs> he had the wrong kind of contact <laughs> yeah he did yeah <laughs> I don't think there's any denying that um I I don't think they know about this. I think she gives them some legitimacy whilst they fund her habits of like going out and partying and being the little party princess that she is. Mm-hmm. Have you um have, you, mm. have any of you guys played The Wolf Among Us? Yeah, no. <laughs> have you have you if you've I mean it's based on the comic books obviously Fables, The Wolf Among yeah, Us yeah. like um and Snow White um her character uh, the original Snow White, like the Snow Whites, before she became, you know, she came to our universe, if you like, away from the fantasy land. Um, the Seven Dwarves basically imprisoned her mm. as a slave. Um, and she, you know, she is a character in, in that, um, sort of uni- in our universe, as a kind of, you know, post-traumatic stress and all that sort of stuff. She's a really deep character because actually her, her trials and tribulations at the hands of the Seven Dwarves, who in this world uh, in the fantasy world are basically ruthless psychopathic disgusting killers <laughs> basically so if if we're going to take them as the as the basis for the <laughs> seven dwarfs rather than the rather nice soft opinion uh, that they that we had uh, the rather soft perspective that we get from disney then actually i can believe the diamond ring thing a little bit more unless of course it's all just a facade and this I, was their way of going mainstream <laughs> i think she's a bit like bonnie lebowski in uh, the Big Lebowski, oh, yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of just kind of floats along through life, like going from party to party. And these guys have fucking diamonds, so like she's going to hang around with them for a bit. And like, yeah, she'll happily, you know, stuff some diamonds up a squirrel's bum if it moves them on a bit. She'll, she's okay with that. Yeah, needs must when you're needs at the heart must. of a diamond syndicate. Exactly. Is that, is that what you call yours? Your squirrel's bum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Just uh, stuff whatever I can get up there. <laughs> last one from Simon. Positively he, rammed. <laughs> he he asks, uh, did they have to kill Bambi's mum? No. Yes. W- wouldn't it be much of a movie otherwise? No, it would just be called Bambi's mum, I suppose, wouldn't it? <laughs> Disney movie heroes' parents always get offed. Happens all the time. Yeah. yeah except in Moana. Yeah. Except Her in Moana. grandmother bites it, though. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, but she doesn't get offed. She doesn't get like she's done like, it. No, she's just died, she? Yeah, but you know, Simba. Well, it's only Elsa his dad. What's the face? Wasn't it? Hmm. Um, loads of them. Uh, Rapunzel's no. Um, yeah, Rapunzel's parents weren't oft. Her mum nearly dies, but doesn't. True. Entangled. Of the golden plant. Mm. Because, of the golden, okay. because of the drop of sunshine. It, I, I think it's like the a, song she sings, something like "Golden Hair, Brush My Hair," something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds Tom, like a terrifying doll. I'm pretty certain that's not it. I'll be <laughs> just, honest. 
with your your examples. <laughs> Golden hair. Okay, this shit out of me now, Tom. Dan's. If um, you cut Dan's, it'll sort of change colour. It'll stop being as um, vibrant. I think it, I think it's a Disney animal thing. Personally, I think they, in their head, there was a period of time where they thought you only give a shit about animals if we kill their mums. <laughs> so like, so like it happens in um, Dumbo as well, doesn't it? No, she doesn't die. She's just captured, isn't she? She gets like mm. captured. Yeah. yeah. So some, something bad always happens to the parents. Yeah, because it really makes you give a shit about them. Fox and Hound. Mm. Something happens in that. I'm sure. I don't know. At the beginning yeah. of Finding Nemo, the uh, mum and all the babies get killed apart from one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in yeah, but in Aristocats, they their parents don't die. No, the parents are still there. Hey, but they um, should. I... <laughs> That's why Aristocats I mean, um, doesn't live up. That's why Aristocats <laughs> yeah. isn't in the same sentence as in Dumbo Hood, or uh... none of the Robin Hood. There isn't any. Well, there aren't any parents. The bunny, the rabbits are parents. Uh, they all get captured, but they're kind of all mm. fine. And it's only but her mum. That's, that's an adaptation of like that's more of a. More of a straight-up adaptation than a lot of Disney yeah. stuff is. True. It's also fucking awesome. Yeah, it's my, one of my, one of my favourites as well. Although, Robin Hood, definitely. Yeah, yeah. M- Moana is now my favourite, though. Moana is so oh, I love we Moana. We haven't love... actually watched Moana yet. Oh, it's not... so it good. It's really good. It's yeah. really, really no, we're good. We're building up to it. But I seem to do fucking podcasts, don't I? No, no I one is saying... forcing you to do these podcasts, Duncan. You know that, right? Dan is... No, I'm really. not. Tom, Russ, you know the truth. No. I keep I keep saying to Jolie every time we watch Moana, I think it's probably the most stunningly visual, uh, vi- sorry, visually stunning of the of of the Pixar uh, Disney Pixar amazing. movies. It's, not a Pixar it's just film. beautiful. It's, it's wonderful, not a and the songs are perfect. It's not a Pixar film though. It's just Disney. It's oh, it's just Disney. Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. Classic. It's not. All oh, right, okay. Is it DreamWorks then? No, it's just Disney. It's a Disney. No, it's, it was just, just Disney Studios. Yeah. But um. Uh, it, Fine, whatever. I, it, I mean, I see CG. I think Pixar. <laughs> I think, and I think um, no one else could do this. It's got to be Pixar. It's 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 um it's another it's Lin Manuel Miranda, isn't it? Right? Yeah, it does all the songs. I was about to say he it's got the best songs in it. And uh, Shiny is just yeah. brilliant. The, what's the, uh, I also love Maui's breakdown. That the, uh, rap, yeah. like in the middle of his song. The Rock. Just, kid, have you kid, seen? Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The grass, the tide, the crab. Ah, that was Maui just messing around. around. I killed a neil. I buried his guts. Sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. coconuts. <laughs> What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't miss a Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here on my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look what I do. I make everything happen. Look at that meme in here now. We did a bitty tap, 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 tap. Hey, 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 hey. It is a favourite. Fucking genius. Favourite of mine and Sarah's to sing. Don't can I don't fucking Ming the Merciless in this photo you just sent? You can't see Dan either because of that fecking light. Yeah, so Moana's got good songs. That's that's what we get from. Uh, and Jermaine Clement as um, yeah. Tamatoa uh, the, um, is, was phenomenal casting. Shiny, the, the um, your granny lied. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I've got three arguments to tear her words. Uh, was it? I've got three words to tear her argument apart. Your granny, granny lied. <laughs> I just I just love the bit at the end where he goes, oh, what's she done here? She's got a barnacle and covered it with bioluminescent algae as a diversion. <laughs> I love them. Um, can't, expi- can't expect a decapod. We need to watch Moana. Can't me. expect a, a demigod to be a decapod as well, isn't it? Yeah, look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> oh, God. He's very cool. He's awesome. great, yeah. Okay, next up, Steve Marshall mm. uh, at My Man Swan on Twitter says, what's the salary before tax for a Jedi? Do they get health insurance or would the premium be too high? 
So, Do they get a taste card? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, definitely in the prequels, yeah, you get the sense that if any of them was crass enough to bring up, like, dude, do we ever get, like, paid for this shit? Then they'd be like, oh, that's terribly rude of you. That's we not what we're re- about here. We're a religious order. Chair I'm not being funny. Shit not, not being funny, but my, my robes, they smell like assholes, and I'd like to buy some <laughs> new ones, please. But the thing is, I think it's almost like MI6 from the Bond universe. Yeah. I think, like, in the in the original universe, Bond would live very plainly when he was off off mission. But when he was on mission, they would give him, like, a credit card or something. And he would literally just go mental. And he would just, like, fucking drink shitloads. And he was always pissed. Like, I think the same thing happens with Jedi. Because don't you remember, like, in Phantom Menace, um, Qui-Gon's like, we have... Uh, you know, fifty. What was it five hundred thousand galactic credits? Like, mm. you know, these will do, and, and everyone's just like, "No, it's not." Like, so, they, mm-hmm. so, so they obviously give them a shitload of cash when they're out yeah. on assignment. They're, they're, and apparently, Tatooine has a <clears throat> dire lack of bureau de change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've um, they're space monks, right? So surely, like, they 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 buy into a religious order, and they are funded by this religious order, um, and as a result. They get more of like a per diem kind of situation. Is rather it really than... Well, hang on. If it's like any decent, yeah, but if it's like any, if it's like any decent religion, then mm. it's going to be a tax free, isn't it? So gonna someone just got told to charity. be quiet, haven't they? Yeah, I've just been told off. <laughs> um, they've just been given a look because otherwise I'm going to wake up. Uh, someone upstairs. Uh, so, like, I would imagine that. Jedi Order is a registered charity and so gets the tax breaks. And so, mm-hmm. you know, priests still get paid. And if it was a proper good cult, then the leaders would be raking in all the money. Well, they're, they're clearly pumping it back into the fucking temples, aren't they? Which are massive. And they insist. Mm-hmm. And also, they've yeah. all got marble floor. Yeah. Like everywhere. And have you seen the vaulted, like, cloistered entry hall? Mm. Which is just massive. Yeah. Like mm. not not even Hitler had a hall that big. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, not doing anything as well. Can you imagine how much real estate costs on Coruscant? And they're just like, oh, this fucking massive hallway. We actually just leave it empty most of the time. We don't even really bother doing anything in here. You see a Jedi walk in, like uh, Kiadi Mundi walks in and goes, "Can I buy a new belt, please?" No, fuck off. You can... <laughs> we can't. No, they don't to... seem to retire either, do they? We're putting they, sensors in the toilets. Until, yeah. <laughs> No, but the, but the great yeah. thing about a Jedi is that once they die, they just disappear. <laughs> so you don't need to worry about it. You just work you come until back they vanish. And carry on fucking working after you've died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're going to the library. You're, you're, you're going to join the library corps. <laughs> library corps? I don't want to be... With all Where's, those know-it-all I mean, kids. Back. <laughs> With all those fucking know-it-all kids as well. Fucking, I don't want to be yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. With that, with that woman who runs the place, who just literally will not listen to anyone other, anyone else's advice, is like if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. Is that her name? That's it. Who was um, among the first of the Jedi killed when Anakin goes, you know, a little bit mental. That's got nothing to do with light side or dark side. That's just a personal grudge, isn't it? That's That's where I'm going first. She doesn't die, and she comes back, and she like whoops Vader's ass. Okay, then I I hate that. Then I hate that comic. She. um, like Vader has to go back to the Jedi Temple to like steal a book or something from the library, and she's like, "Not in my fucking library, you don't." And she uses this gun that you put a lightsaber in, and it wow. it like shoots bolts of lightsaber, <laughs> and she sort of comes that close to killing Vader. Okay, but he wow. um, and she knows who he is. The thing is, though, that's got to be like on Darth Vader's lists of great assignments. The Emperor must have just been like, 
I need you just to pop to the library for me. <laughs> go, go to the library. I, there's a new Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> Could you return this book and pay the fine? Yes. <laughs> good, good. Either, either pay the fine or kill her. Whatever's more convenient. Whatever, whatever but works best for you. He chooses not to. He lets her live. Oh, really? Just yeah, out of like respect or some shit. So. So going on to health insurance, though, right? I mean, well, they've got okay. horse heel; they don't need it. I suppose so. I suppose so. But if they get really badly fucked up, someone's going to pay for that shit, right? Well, they so seem to have um, unlimited access to back to tanks and things, mm. don't they? True. But back to can't grow. I mean, oh, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, so Anakin, and, so Anakin loses an arm. Yeah. In in that fight with Count Dooku, yeah. So he's obvi- there's obviously medical support available mm. to a Jedi. So he gets taken back. He gets given a new arm. He obviously hasn't had to pay for that. But you don't know. I mean, maybe his wages were docked. I mean, maybe you know it's like in in sort of you know trades, you know in the UK, yeah. you know where you've got the apprentice who earns peanuts and has to have the stupid hair for a bit. <laughs> you know, it's all just part of the hazing ritual. And then when you finally become a Jedi Knight, you get a half decent salary, even a little yeah. speeder. You know, the modern day equivalent of maybe getting a Ford Transit courier or something like that. Just something shit and little to drive around in. Great. Sorted. You know, there you go. And then when you're suddenly Grandmaster, I mean, Yoda. Yeah. All right. He's walking around his little ratty, ratty robe. But, you know, you go to his flying armchair. Yeah, exactly. You go to his quarters and that guy, I mean, it is just going to be wall to wall, gold plated, blinging mentalness with like so Mm. many tiny chairs or like little um little like well what are they called like the um like uh not beanbags but the things you rest your feet on what are they called divan no that's a lie down sofa isn't it um no that's a um, like a footstool like shitloads of footstools yeah like all over the place that he can just meditate on wherever he wants to i mean it's just going to be full of bitches meditate huh Yeah, exactly. Meditating himself into an early plasma screen that he meditates to ten times a day. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, meditating himself into an early grave. Mm. I mean, Yoda's taking the piss, though, isn't he? He's doing. I want with the force, and the force is to me. I want with the force, and the force is to me. (laughs) Just doing his fucking little little hobbling around everywhere, and then when no one's looking, doing his little fucking flips like the little that he is. Fuck yeah! Parkouring around. Yeah, yeah. He, gets, he gets back to his wow. room. Wow. And he's... I, I, I hate to use the phrase "actually, Dan." No, but... you don't. No, you don't hate to use it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but but actually, Dan, okay. Yoda is the master of um, of form four, which is about which is about using the force to pro- to provide bursts of acrobatic energy. Yeah, which is why he loses the battle against the Emperor because he's oh. not capable of sustaining that level of activity for too long oh, because okay. it, because he's quite old and it takes it out of him so actually dan um mm. i've actually, kind dan, of forgotten i think you'll find i oh. think i've kind of forgotten why i started this but i yeah. win yeah no you do you do you do because i was being 100 percent serious about the made-up <laughs> little green guy um so it's it's um yeah i think we all know who won that one <laughs> Sure, I'll 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 uh, I'll tally up. Hang on, one second. There we go. Yep, there we go. Oh, yeah, one to you. Yeah, one. there you go. Yes, there it is. <laughs> so moving on then, because we didn't really come to an art. Everything's paid for. Like that, I, I get the feeling they don't get a salary, but they, they're not left wanting either. Like, I think it's almost like. Well, I mean, Anakin's like, Anakin's apartment that he's shacked up with Padme yeah. is is pretty sweet. And yeah, but she's a, she's she's royalty. To be fair. 
Uh, well, she's not. Yeah, really maybe, sh- maybe she's paying for it. Yeah, I would imagine so. I'd she's, imagine she's a senator by that point. Do you isn't think? She? Do you think there's loads of like stories about like Hagen, Hagen, Harry and Meghan esque stories about like how she's shacking up with a Jedi and like how it's not? Well, know. no one, no one knows True. at that point. At that point, but uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I I think it's kind of almost like the military thing. It's yeah. like you know, you your meals. It's almost like being in prison as well, isn't it? Your meals, you get three a day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you get some yard time, you know, and then once you're done, you've paid your debt to society. Trade a, blow, a Jedi's <laughs> trade case, a blowjob for some death disappear. sticks. Yeah, trade a blowjob. I mean, that's so good, isn't it? The idea that you just like literally one day you're just going to like turn into your robe and just yeah, but, collapse on the floor. But then you're left doing some really shitty stuff, like you're left researching being a Jedi, so someone else can come up to you and go, I "Don't really want to be a Jedi," and you'll be like, "Oh fuck's sake, okay." Well, I'll tell you what, I'd like to be a Jedi again. I'd like to be alive again. But no, I'm here having to convince you you want to be a fucking Jedi. You waste of space. (laughs) Yeah, well, see, that's the thing, isn't it? Maybe there is another core. So, you know, apart from having, like, the library core, the farming core, the, you know, unplugging the plug holes with hair core, you know, the janitor (laughs) core, the unblocking the toilets core, maybe there's the convincing young... (laughs) vulnerable children to become Jedi core. <laughs> Do you think everyone wants to be going the, the grooming core? core. The, yeah. the like lightsaber core. Well I think like yeah, well. building lightsabers. I know everyone builds their own, but you have to be taught to build your own, sort of. Yeah, and your design the design is kind of influenced by your connection to the force, isn't it? Mm. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to be a Jedi. I'd love to have the force. People with little goatees and that little you, the bit. one thing I'd it's say, like, Tom, so is... use your imagination. Just get, let it come. To, let the design come to you. Mm. So you can go with whatever you like, as long as you can hold it. It doesn't matter if it looks like a giant dildo. If that's what your connection to the force is, mm, let it go. Can you imagine? I would love it if, like, if someone like, were like, well, you know, it speaks to my former employment as a gigolo. Um, so I've, <laughs> I've, I've made my lightsaber out of this. <laughs> you know, seventeen inch rubber like rubber fist. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not. It's not even solid. It just the light comes out the end, and you're kind of wobbling it around. It's just swishing around on the end of a fist. On the end of a rubber. I was a dominatrix once, and this is my light whip. Just, the, just a really <laughs> thin one. Naughty boy. Just a really thin one coming at the end of a tentacle. Yeah, it's just. It's, yeah. it's just all I could find was a can of Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit big I can't hold it in one hand <laughs> and then once I popped I just couldn't stop <laughs> oh god turn it off he is here how do you know I can smell sour cream and chive <laughs> <laughs> I can see chivey fingerprints all over the place yeah, look what he's done like just I don't actually press the button use the force if you're going to keep using that fucking lightsaber <laughs> just Oh, god. Um, oh good uh moving on next one right um, i said here we go why have the denizens of adventure bay passed over all responsibility for policing fire rescue and general he says weeing but he meant well-being uh to an overfunded 10 year old and his gang of intellectually superior dogs that's will claringbold uh former guest of this podcast i was gonna say i can answer it almost immediately by saying the mayor of adventure bay mm is someone who is the mayor 
she has a little chicken called Chickaletta that she's made deputy mayor and who constantly keeps funneling money into big gold statues of her own little chicken. Hmm. Um, so I would imagine that in trusting your um, law provi- providing um, funds to a 10-year-old with a team of puppies is about on par with her mayoral abilities. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, this has been mentioned by James Russell, someone we do a podcast with. So, oh, how Russ, talk. Not really, no, because no, like, very, no. very low. Yeah, you've sort of vanished. Yeah, it's almost like your mic isn't on. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Have you switched to a different input or something? Uh, it's picked up the wrong microphone. Hold on. Hands up, who thinks this is because Russ has been playing silly buggers with that thing? <laughs> there we go. There you go. What thing? What have I been playing silly buggers with? Yeah, you're probably lining up the fucking hamster dance again in the background or something. <laughs> I'm genuinely not. No, it switched. It, the, the USB is obviously flicked out on this, and it switched to the microphone on my headset, which is like under the desk over there. <laughs> just, we just kept hearing "fuck you, Russ." Fuck you. <laughs> we think the, the ever, gre- ever since that plug came along. <laughs> you don't care about the desk gremlin anymore. <laughs> oh, right, anyway. Okay. Anyway, so Ross had a point though, didn't he, about yeah. Adventure Bay? Mm. I did. Would you like me to reiterate it? Well, yeah, because yes. we, we couldn't hear you. Now we can hear you yeah. again. So I don't know if it's that the mayor is incompetent or if she's just colossally and obviously corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going around wasting public funds on fucking golden statues of her chicken. <laughs> that does sound a bit shit. And she's quite obsessed with her self-image. She is. Mm. And she also hates it whenever Mayor Humdinger, <laughs> Humdinger comes along from wherever it is, the other city who is quite obviously corrupt she hates him being around and i think it's because you know most people who do what she does in terms of being corrupt are quite um thin-skinned when it comes to having to acknowledge those parts of themselves so having someone like mayor humdinger near her just reminds her of what a deeply rotten to the core person she is um and she doesn't like it so why does she keep on getting elected or is oh, this still in her first? Is yeah, this is still her else first running? term? Is anyone else running for it? Do you, do you get the feeling it's one of those ones where no one else is actually running for it? Yeah. So she's the only choice. Do you the other think... candidates all accidentally, tragically stab themselves in the throat while shaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Accidentally, brutally cut his head off while yeah. combing his hair. <laughs> Standing at the back, dressed well, stupid, looking think... stupid party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one voter. <laughs> 15,000 votes. Bit of discrepancy? <laughs> it's just a reflection of the respect I hold for uh, <laughs> Mr. S. Baldrick. <laughs> and what does the S stand for? Sort of. None of my sort business, of. really. Well, none of my business, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's the point, isn't it? It's almost like North Korea. It's like, and once again, you know, there was a t- uh, an almost unanimous turnout uh, with a, uh, a 99.9% uh, positive election for uh, Mr. Kim was it Kim Il-sung what's his name um, Kim now John, Kim Jong-un Kim Jong-un yeah. you know like like the they would say he was unanimously returned to the post of chairman of the national commission well, <laughs> you're I like okay think, I don't sure. think anyone is the, the democratic people's you, republic but, of Korea well, so Paw Patrol get all this money do you think actually the other part is that they are 
her secret police and so any opposition are suppressed or just not rescued when they uh, need rescuing so you you are onto something there I agree. what is what is cuter than puppies puppies are cute yeah and if you have kittens if you, if you stage a load of of things happening like an octopus you know big giant octopus grabbing hold of a ship and a bunch of puppies save it and everyone's like oh they've the puppies save that's really cute no one's going to be questioning anything else no i like it because they're just going to be thinking oh thank god it's the whole sorted it all out it's the the whole greta thunberg thing isn't it that like if if we (laughs) if we if we have this nonsense delivered to us by a 16 year old girl we can't argue with it so it's like puppies like if they're there laying down the law on behalf of like an, an incredibly uh, a right-wing dictator no one's going to say anything because they're cute just puppies. just just quickly then yeah. is yeah. is corona actually not oh, corona 5g masks, 5g masks <laughs> that were put in place by michael ball to resurrect his career so he could sing to uh, veterans <laughs> i mean as as theories go it's quite convoluted <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've managed to stay away from a lot of coronavirus news this week but the one things i saw were 5g masks and michael ball singing to captain tom moore so like just, so i put it all together basically and that's what i got it's one of those things isn't it where like you know because everyone can't leave the house we're yeah. like you know if if if, if this wasn't happening there yeah. was there is no way people would let michael ball resurrect his career <laughs> like, but because but because we're all stuck at home on our own we're quite yeah, happy to, as well yeah we're just like fuck it go on, it'll be brilliant fuck it go for it who cares <laughs> just just do it Have, did, did you notice however also that philip schofield just like the, the news that he was moving out of his mansion yeah um sort of was quietly sprinkled into the news just to add a bit of flavor it was like well, you know, there's all this happening, lockdown, blah, 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 you know, hospital cases, etc. Oh, and Philip Schofield's moved out of his mansion and, and then back to the, all the other things. You know, I was like, hang on, because <laughs> I, I just love the idea that it's just kind of like, you know, it's just constant news ticker, isn't it? It's just like, and Boris Johnson is still, you know, being subs- uh, deputised by Dominic Rabb. And, um, oh, look over here, um, you know, uh, the mayor of Adventure Bay has built another gold statue to her um, to her deputy mayor, Chicoletta. Oh, but of course, you know, let's get back to Dominic Rabb and uh, telling us all about three more weeks in isolation. And it's like, hang on. I prefer the um, idea that Michael Ball's career is going to start again. Did you guys see the front page of The Sun today? It is the most unreal thing I think I've seen in a long time. Pubs won't open till December. Then then in tiny, tiny writing, it says 600 dead, page four. (laughs) And it's like... (laughs) priorities there son well done congratulations i won't be going down the booth amazing well i won't be going with baz anyway why he died so you know but that's on page four so it doesn't really matter might edit that out it's a bit of a downer isn't it no but it's but it's it's just it's the reality of the of the situation right now it's just ludicrous yeah it's it's ludicrous my favorite thing was watching um was watching donald trump try to um explain um, that were being uh, explained to by a um, reporter the difference between what happened in January and what happened in February. Yeah. She was saying, well, what happened in February? And he was like, well, in January we did. And she's like, no, no, what happened in February? And he's like, well, look, a lot. <laughs> like, and that was it. That was his answer. A lot. <laughs> just just quickly, we will get back on track. My One of, one of the, the scariest things is that uh, people seem to have forgotten that half the country was underwater in February. And even if they weren't concerned about the coronavirus, Boris Johnson still wasn't turning up to these meetings, even though there were people that were being ousted out of their houses by water. 
So if if he should have been doing something anyway and while he's there he should have maybe had a quick glimpse over to see what's happening in china as well so i think he was too busy going to hospitals and shaking everyone's hand <laughs> yeah, just, just like mr shaky hand man <laughs> it's like a tory bet just like, yeah <laughs> this, this, this hospital loads of coronavirus here i'm gonna go shake people's hands see what happens i mean he was he was all yeah. right until he hid in that freezer <laughs> That was in December, wasn't it? I know. How unelectable is Jeremy Corbyn if that's... Oh, my God. I mean, that, that, is, that is really the question people yeah. should be asking yeah. themselves. Is like, how unelectable is a decent man next to on, that? You know? On live TV, he hid in a freezer. He, yeah. He, he, oh, right, OK. He, he stole, stole a reporter's phone. He did. He stole it. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And we, and we all just act like he's absolutely normal. <laughs> yeah. My favourite response to all of this is go, leave him alone. He's got a tough job. He's doing his best. And it's like, no. <laughs> People are dying. Yeah. That's quite tough as well. So, you know, there we yeah. go. Let's move anyway, on. Anyway, such questions. Searching questions. Uh, do you suspect the Thomas the Tank Engine franchise is a long-running sleeper propaganda tactic to get the citizens of the UK to expect their rail service to be awful? <laughs> That's Will Claringbold again. Good old Will. I could see it. <laughs> the rail, the rail service on Sodor seems to be pretty good. Well, there's like six people on there, and it's, they're still waiting at the platform all together, like they've been there all mm. day. Well, I think it just makes it acceptable for trains to fanny around. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a way for them. It, it's a way to help generate new excuses. Yeah, why so trains um, late? I can't remember exactly why. But I, end, I ended up in a bit of a Wikipedia wormhole about Thomas the Tank Engine. And there is, like, a deeper lore and history to the island of Sodor than there is for fucking Middle Earth. Yeah. The, the people that originally wrote it, like, it's got language and culture and thousands of years of history um, to come up with this fucking island with some trains on it that talk. It's utterly crazy i like the fact that they must have spent hours coming up with the language and the culture and the history no they, when, they really like the place names are sort of properly kind yeah. of derived from various ancient british languages like they thought about all the different waves of invasion that britain's gone through how that would realistically but, so it's meant to be physically placed in the irish sea between the isle of man and england but it's and it's, like how how it would how you know how where the romans would have settled on it and things like that but it's clearly oh, just crazy. um procrastinating to get around the fact that they've got no no reason why the trains have faces and talk so True. Yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing about that nothing yeah, about yeah, the exactly yeah. steam engines <laughs> exactly but um yeah they yeah. could tell you when the first settlement was there <laughs> that's crazy that is absolutely crazy yeah i mean that's the thing because i've never seen any other trains with faces or personalities <laughs> anywhere no, in the no, UK. No, I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I, I, None I of mean, the Thameslink trains have ever said good morning to me. Well, but I mean, at the end of the day, how often do you spend, how much time do you spend staring at the front of trains? Oh, maybe they've been there all along. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would notice if... <laughs> Recently, <laughs> probably quite a bit. The St. Albans to London train had a massive fucking sentient face on the front of it. So, so imagine, imagine you're standing at Euston. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Russ. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> was that one wearing glasses? 
<laughs> the, the tube train just coming out, just covered in dirt, going, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's really honest. Shit, man, <laughs> the tube trains will just be going along, going, ah! Did the train, it's fucking the, dark in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just, just white as a sheet. <laughs> just like to the point they're almost translucent you can see the veins in their faces just you like... think it would stop suicides <laughs> like no. who would want to jump in front of a train with a face like, oh, they would all have ptsd no, I'm, I'm, i was about to say i think yeah. i think the more concerning part is i don't think it would stop people i think the trains would oh, have to witness that head depressed. on that they'll have to have killed people yeah jesus <laughs> And then how do, how do the, how do those poor trains deal with that? Because you know, killing someone's not exactly being really useful, is it? It's no. it's no. kind of culling your customer base. Do they Old get train yards with trains with suffering from major PTSD? Do they get with retired? Carol Baskin yeah. setting up a retreat for him? You <laughs> <laughs> uh, watched was it one before in 2011. If you listen to the latest, yeah. well, one of the uh, recent last podcasts. Mm. What's what was his name? Terry. Was something Terry something? Was it Tony something? Okay. The one that was in Ohio, 2011, who let was shot himself and he let out all the dangerous animals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Tom, have you watched um, uh, 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 Tiger King yet? We've watched the first episode. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... It was so funny. I've never, I've never seen anything like it, man. I'm so in. <laughs> There's um there's an episode of Louis Theroux from a few years ago that sort of resurfaced yeah. on iPlayer where he he did go and interview um, Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I see. I've seen the clip. I'm, I'll happily watch it. I love Louis Theroux. So yeah, I got properly back into Louis Theroux recently, um, and it's because I mean it's because of Netflix. Did you ask got, for permission? Got yeah, <laughs> they've got they've got so many episodes. Um, the ones um, the ones in prison in the Miami mega jail. Fuck oh, they're me. terrifying. Man, they, they literally that. I mean, if there's if there's ever a thing to watch you to turn what to, to watch to turn you away from a life of crime, fuck me, it's that. Like if I mean, can you? I mean, I just it, being in that situation. I mean, I would not do well. <laughs> I would really not do well. You know, they they always go on about how the game the game ain't it's gabos, man. It's gabos. The game ain't based on sympathy. And I'm just like, fuck me. I mean, I'm one of the most sympathetic people around. I'm like emotional as hell. I would just be like, come on, Leave guys, alone, you can't prick. We just get along. <laughs> get him. <laughs> be a shiv kebab. I'm slightly yeah, worried that I would watch Louis through this year and think, look at all these normal people. Like that is a concern because I think yeah. the world has got considerably more crazy since Louis through interviewed a lot of people that i once considered crazy like all the nazis that lived um lived in the mountain when he interviewed yeah. them yeah. they're, they're the everywhere now <laughs> yeah. oh yeah exactly yeah very concerning but but still let's move on i mean that's the yeah. thing what, what what i mean what do you think the westboro baptist church is calling covid19 is this is this i mean this might be what they think is their day of reckoning i'd imagine they've got a racist term for it but uh yeah would be my thinking anyway but he did one when he went back to them like for a third time and it it seems to be sort of falling apart a bit there yeah you know the daughter the daughter he's gone back for a third time because he's done two hasn't he He did he did one one of their family like left the church behind like a few of them have basically escaped and Mm. got out of there and are sort of trying to live a normal life yeah, it was the daughter of Steve Drain, wasn't it? The guy that that was a documentary filmmaker who went to go and who basically ended up living with them, mm. um, 
uh, with the Westboro Baptist people for a bit and then eventually converted and is now, I think he's now the, uh, alongside, what's her name, Sheila Phelps. I think he, Steve Drain is now sort of the number two in the church, mm. basically has managed to work his way in. And it's that whole thing, isn't it? Because they, it's like almost Scientology. Like if you, if you are able to just let your children leave, if they want to leave, then you are considered you know a, a devout member mm. of the church you know and, and to not do it would to cause would be to cause questions to be asked about your loyalty and your faith mm. so for him it was just like well fuck it she wants to go she can go it just cements my grip on this church i mean it's just fucked up man it's yeah. really fucked up yeah yeah in other news uh james, back on, james back asked, on track yes back on track do you <laughs> yeah. know what stops someone from Sorry. going back on track when they say halfway through when they're getting back on track back on track James says, why has no one flagged that George Pig is old enough to go to nursery with Pepper, old enough to ice skate, and almost prodigious level, but can only say four, four, four and cries uh, if you so much as look at him? Uh, is no one concerned, given his friend Edmund Elephant is a clever clogs? Why has there never been an invent- intervention? He is clearly in need of learning support. Mummy and Daddy Pig are living in their quinoa and hummus-fueled dream world, pretending it's all fine. In reality, they are an abject failures as parents, and Pepper is a hideous little shit. Well, I think he's answered, he's answered, his, own answered his own question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. George is only two. Yeah. He's only his only confirmed birthday is when he turns two. Oh, okay. But then he can do some stuff far more advanced than a two-year-old could do. Yeah, so that'd be a con- that'd be concerning. Well, maybe he's he's more of like a child prodigy then than mm. than a uh, yeah in need of some learning support. Yeah. I'm more concerned by the way he bounds up that ladder into Pe- Pepper's top bunk bed all the time. Well, I've never watched it. So very I dangerous, unsupervised for a two-year-old. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's very dangerous. I wouldn't have ever have let my two-year-old climb ladders. Mm. Unless it was into also, the lock to get something This down. is a point that I feel is, is <laughs> worth not overlooking. They are pigs and presumably have different developmental milestones to human beings. That's a good point. That's a very good point. He's mm. got a good point. Yeah. I don't. We don't watch Peppa Pig because, from what I have seen at other people's houses, yeah, she's just a narcissistic little shite. She's an arsehole. Um, it's not very woke, Peppa Pig either. Stick to Dougie and Sarah and Duck. Uh, well, oh, Dougie stick with is Dougie. just brilliant. Dougie is just superb. I just—it's <laughs> totally. so much fun for the adults as well. It really yeah. is. Well, every now and then, every now and then, my son sort of goes off it a bit, and I'm genuinely put out. No, we <laughs> just watch it regardless if he's. Pe- <laughs> we just watch it regardless. Mm. Well, James goes fact, on to say. The, uh, also, also, Ben and Holly is miles better. I don't know. What's not? Sorry, I was coughing. Ben, I know Ben and Holly is miles better. It is. You got a bit of sort of snark from Nanny Plum, which um, I'm always a fan of. And I, am I alone in thinking that Nanny Plum and the Wise Old Elf were banging back in the sixties? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're too far away from the mark. <laughs> Like literally going at it all the time, <laughs> head down, gunning away. Okay, so uh, next question: Will Clarenbold again? Who would win in a fight? Ten Jawa sized Wookies or one Wookie sized Jawa? <laughs> Hang on. So, ten Wookie sized Jawas versus. No, no, ten Jawa-sized Wookies. <laughs> ten Jawa-sized Wookies or one Jawa-sized? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I think I think the uh, I think the strength of numbers would mean that it would be I think the the Jawa sized Wookies would mob the Wookie yeah. sized Jawa. Yeah, and I think Wookies are just naturally tougher than Jawas anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm more sort of belligerent as well. Yeah. And yeah. they've they've grown up in a more combat kind of orientated uh, warrior culture, whereas Jawas are pretty well technological masters, but they aren't really face uh face on face combat apart from when they're being incredibly defensive in the mandalorian i think it would depend whether yeah. they have got weaponry or not as well i, I would still have the wookies yeah i win. agree i'm with yeah. you yeah yeah it's, it's i also of... side note would love to see a java sized wookie <laughs> oh my god it would be <laughs> it's so the cutest cute thing. right i mean oh my god it's hang adorable on, hang on. that's pretty much just a fucking ewok though and then people don't like them very much so yeah also and they fucked up half the imperial army true that's true ewoks were pretty tough. and then ate them yeah yeah pretty weird isn't it there we go <laughs> um i just realized that emma probably doesn't want to be sitting there forever so does she want to do her question then duncan hello <laughs> hello oh my god that's so hello, much better hello. you're you're, hey, you're, you you're in you've got the job right. congratulations <laughs> this is so weird hello <laughs> hello okay i'll yeah. get this over with because i reckon you've got so, a lot of questions so welcoming we're welcoming emma duncan's wife onto the hello. podcast hello duncan's wife oh pers- duncan's pers- wife. person in her own right obviously not i was gonna yeah, say yeah, yeah but yes Yes. How are we all? I'm guessing we haven't got time for small talk. We've got plenty. Of, it's not stopped us before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my simply my question is, why hasn't Postman Pat been sacked already? Oh, I'm I'm 100 mm-hmm. with you there. So he's got the easiest round of any right. postman, right? There right. are four people that live in Greendale. Yes, like three. So Ted Glenn, Mrs. Goggins. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, I haven't watched it in years. Just a bunch of irritating kids after yeah, that, isn't like, it? Is there kids there? He mm. takes his cat out with him. He shouldn't be allowed yep. to take his cat out with him anyway. That's weird. Like, it's it's a bit pedo-y as well, isn't it? Like, here you yeah. go, kids. I've got my cat with me. <laughs> Have a look at this. Maybe, look at my cat. maybe he did get sacked because he's no longer a Royal Mail employee. He's obviously got his own personal Royal Mail van that he bought sort of from the depot. But he now basically works for DPD, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. What about the helicopter? Where's that come from then? Ah, see, not, okay, so you're in the mail. It's the special delivery service. Yeah, you're in the special delivery service yeah. universe. That's mm. the uh, special delivery service cinematic universe. There, it's, uh, it's very Ross Kemp, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is which is mental. Which I think we've spoken about before, yeah. isn't mm. it? Is that the, well, I think the last time we delivery service, they were, it was a front for drug smuggling or something. <laughs> yeah. because yeah. For a rural delivery depot, that is a remarkably well-equipped service. They've got a vertical takeoff jet, helicopter, speedboat, 4x4, variety of vans. But let's be honest, Pat is the last person you would trust with a shit ton of drugs. But what True. if they're just... What, what if they're just like that, him? definitely, yeah. What if they're just humouring him? What if this is just kind of like his retirement sort of gift, is just to perpetually deliver the mail forever? <laughs> Oh, Pat was at his happiest you think before he lost that part of his brain. And now, like, um, you know, he's just delivering space. mail forever. He's like Milton in office space. They've just stopped paying him and he just does it. <laughs> yeah, so, he's hoping that he'll go away. Yeah. <laughs> but he never does. They just, they just yeah. fix the glitch. So are we saying that actually Pat's well up on drugs? And oh, the yeah, whole yeah. Thing is just a charade. So we, we, we've, we've touched on this before. But yeah, he, he's. we think that he is using greendale 
as uh, what did we say that that he's he's shipping drugs into Greenville? They're being cut in Ted Glenn's. Um, how did we get to this last time? I don't remember. It was, well, it yeah. was whether he knows it or not. Yeah, he is. He is moving drugs through the special delivery <laughs> service because there's always a crisis, isn't there? There's always like, there's something yeah. sh- go kicks yeah. off at the, at the sorting. But it's usually, office. But I've got a special one for you today. Yeah, yeah, but usually yeah. it's Pat's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's the point. things do things do go wrong a bit don't they yeah, yeah. But it's all some very fault. questionable decision making on his part he's, yeah, but he's, maybe he's you know maybe that's shit. why he's not progr- you know over the course of his what 60 so far year odd career he hasn't really advanced up the managerial ladder much has he he's still your basic oh. delivery person after all this time i don't know i think he might know i think he might know more than he's letting on you know yeah. i think I think you know that whenever there's a crisis going on, he's always the one that goes, "Don't worry, I'll just I'll sort everything out with my helicopter." And well, I mean, he, I, kid knows what's going on. My point is that he usually guy. causes the crisis in the first place. There's only a yeah. crisis because of Pat. True. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, most, he's not very most good of those job. episodes should have been over in about thirty seconds. What if, exactly. what if they go? Cheers, sign here. Yeah. Don't done. put your hand in that machine. It's what? like oh, <laughs> I put the hand in the machine. Now yeah. I need to go and get a new one. Oh, I need to, I need I need to, to saddle get, up the helicopter. Now yeah. I need to get Ted Glenn yeah. or whatever. Yeah. What if it's like a like a Truman Show thing? So like he so he is a postman. He thinks he's a really good postman, but really we're just all watching him from the outside of this little bubble that he thinks is the real world. Like he is, mm, I don't know. That that, that sounds a bit uh, far fetched. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like not Dan, you chuffing idiot. That. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, silly me. Let's try and keep yeah. this grounded in reality, can we? So the other thought I had was: Does I think SDS stands for something different from special delivery service? So it's a sexy bit... drug service. <laughs> Some... no. But he's got super like, drug service. So you know how like Ross Kemp was called was told SAS stands for Super Super Army Soldiers. <laughs> Someone's gone SDS. What does it stand for? Because oh, it stands for Special Delivery Service. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. And he just goes around telling everyone that's what it stands for. But really, it stands for something. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't figured that part. Yeah. yeah, but it's not Special Delivery Service. People just laugh at him when no. he tells them that. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is quite sort of. Like incompetent in a way that would have cost them a huge amount of money. Yeah, you know yeah. that that jet can't be cheap to scramble. <laughs> no, just the fuel costs alone are going to be astronomical. My, my point is, my point is, if he was in the real world, he would have been sacked on day two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, I've he got, got a few friends who work in the Royal Mail, and believe me, that sort of shit would not have gone unnoticed. Like yeah. you know, he would have been on the night shifts in a sorting office by now. He's uh, he, Pat, he would have made it through probation. Just a quick word with you. It says here that you um. You deployed a helicopter and six trucks <laughs> to deliver one letter yesterday. <laughs> I think that's an efficient use of resources, Pat. And we've got, <laughs> our, we've got our own engineers. You don't need to get Ted Glenn to fix it for you. That's it's just yeah. Ted Glenn, man. Ted Glenn, Ted Reverend Glenn. Tim this is, is guy the other that, one. This is yeah. a guy that got himself stuck in a fence. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're going to get him to fix your jet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit, isn't it, really? <laughs> That's yeah. total shit. <laughs> it's not very realistic, yeah. but yeah. Fucking fire. Yeah, another fire children's him. TV show ruined. No, you're, you're not watching that, son. It's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's what bullshit. It, it would have been fired years ago. I mean, we've not. Yeah, I, re- I really shouldn't have just put on any kids' TV. I'm fine. I just find it really hard. Yeah, I wouldn't. To just not go down these rabbit holes of yeah. searching questions. No, you It's so hard to stay utterly uninvested in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, don't even down get me started on Go Jackers. Irritation lies. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't get me started on Gojetters. What's Gojetters? Oh, it's uh, best theme tune in any best kids' theme tune. Show. I agree. I agree with that, Russ. I absolutely agree with that, Russ. It's such, yes. a, it's such a great premise. You've got this like seventies disco unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Ubercorn. Yeah. Who wears like a rainbow zip-up um, pantsuit the whole time, but then it's just a fairly boring history lesson for the rest of it. <laughs> I also love the self-congratulatory way that during the theme song, when they go, you know, guided by Ubercorn, the Ubercorn appears and just goes, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> in, in like a pair of Speedos, isn't it? He just sort of appears, that's yeah. me. Yeah. I do quite enjoy the um, the Funky Facts countdown as well. <laughs> the oh, funky yeah. Facts countdown is, is basically Ubercorn and the Funky Facts. is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my the gosh, that is Plot. such a good name for a great. band. That's such a good you name for a band. You've called the Gorgettas, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I like that. Never thought yeah. about that, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's up there. My, my favourite mythical band. Favourite mythical band. My favourite fake band. band. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, the Dr. Teeth and the... Uh, the Dr. Teeth and the Medicine? Is that the name? Is that the name of the, the band in the Muppets? I can't remember the oh, name. I've, the I've ruined everything. That's I've, terrible. I've just, just, just gone. The band it. in the Muppets? Yeah. yeah. Dr. Teeth. Electric Mayhem. And Electric Mayhem, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the medicine, that's um, the ones who did uh, You Spin Me Right Round, Right Round, isn't it? <laughs> Not a made-up that's, band. That's Doctor, and, that's Doctor and the it's Medics. Just Doctor and the Medics, yeah. It's Doctor and the Medics. Yeah, that's... that's a... Jesus. Anyway, yeah. I'm, yeah. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure one of the reasons that we called our band Electric Kicks was because of the Electric Mayhem. It was indeed, yeah. Yeah. Because we liked mm. Electric Mayhem so much. Oh, there we go. And yet I couldn't mm-hmm. remember it. Electric no. Kicks, uh, available on SoundCloud. Uh, go listen. See, to you, it. you keep forgetting our law. <laughs> well, I've I've pushed it out so I can make room for some of this nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Postman Pat is a shit postman. Is yes. the point? Is yes. my yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole show basically shouldn't exist. Well, yeah. There we go. Yeah, so you yeah. got the job. You got the job. The other guy can go now if he wants. So yeah. that's fine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I will pass you back. Thanks, Thanks. Emma. Good to Thanks see you. Thanks for your question. Bye. Bye. Oh, this is not working. 100. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> What's going on? I'm trying to get the headphones back on. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, my Yay. God. It's like Annika Rice. <laughs> 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 right. Next oh, up, you. It, we're back to James again. Uh, Dick Dastardly and his flying machines. They're attempting to massacre a Yank- Yankee Doodle pigeon. They are wasting a lot of man hours and resources to catch one pigeon. Also, is he an American military pigeon? Is it treason or is Dastardly a Nazi? I think <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that. There really is. There really is. But I've always kind of thought Dick Dastardly had a slightly kind of like Nazi, like s and kind of vibe to him. But he's more like um, Mosley in his black shirts, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Rather than the German kind. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, sort, I, of, yeah. sort of knockoff Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he's a bit shit. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, it's a, it's a very strange um, kind of premise for a for an animated series, isn't it? Which is literally just people trying to catch a pigeon. That's trying to, I mean, to deliver mm-hmm. a message. That's he's all it's what? trying to it's trying to deliver a message to that pigeon, isn't it? That's what it's trying so to what, do. he's he's trying to catch it so that he can intercept the message. That's yeah. that's the premise of the I show. I think so, yeah. 
I might be wrong. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We've got another Dick Dastardly one as well, so should we just knock two out at the same time here? Yeah, let's knock two out. Okay, so Matt Hughes says, if you can, if Dick Dastardly can get ahead of the other drivers to set traps, why doesn't he just carry on driving and win the race? <laughs> he's a numpty. <laughs> Because he suffers from Wiley Coyote syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think he's not trying to win the race. I think he's just likes being a, well a dick. His name's yeah, Dick. It's not Dastardly. about it's not about the winning for him. It's no. about making the others lose. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I think that's tears are so much sweeter, are they not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I kind of agree. Yeah, I think that's more it. But yeah, it's a good. So I, I mean, think I, I think he just he just wants to kill people. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> just it. like basically a site failed site, um, mass well sociopath or something. He's, he's tried killing a pigeon, that was actually much more difficult than he expected and was planning. So he's moving on from a pigeon to, to something else to, to people in a race, I suppose. So, yeah, that's possible. I yeah, like that. So, yeah, Dick Dastardly trying to kill pigeons because Nazi, <sighs> knock off Nazi, knock off Nazi, and um, trying to. Doesn't doesn't care about winning the race. Doesn't give a shit about the race. It's about just wants to, to make people lose. Yes, definitely, definitely. We're on to our Instagram questions now, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete Bonnick's nonsense. He says, "If you could take one superhero's power away from them, who would it be, and why? You don't get to have the power yourself. Just that they might be a bit of a twat." <laughs> Or you think it would be funny seeing them try to use their power and discovering that they don't have it anymore, or any other reasons? So I've got one. Mm. I quite does, like that does one. Does completely depower them? No, so it would be one power. So like, if it's Superman, you wouldn't take away like his super strength and his flight. You just take away one of them. Take away his flying because it'd be quite funny seeing him try to take off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like wandering around in a cape, going, "Ah, you look a bit stupid now." <laughs> Just before he lamps you. <laughs> yeah, he can still hit you. Yeah. <laughs> well, take, take, away his, take away his super strength while he's flying, <laughs> comes in for the big superhero landing at Mach 3, and then just pancakes himself on the pavement because he doesn't have his invulnerability anymore. <laughs> Lex Luthor would just be going, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking dick. So mine, I've never been a big fan anyway of Wolverine. So I take away a superhuman healing, like, but I wouldn't tell him that I'd taken it away until he got so in a situation where, out, he's, where, he, where, he, where he just because he always puts puts himself in Peter Griffin. It does it does hurt him every time, doesn't it? Because yeah. he goes all wounded in that first one. Yeah, but he ain't yeah. healing when he's getting shot. Like you know, the six times that he'll get shot as he's walking into a situation where. Most mm. people would take like the stealthy route. No, he just runs straight out of it. Now he'd just die. So it's so that'd be I'd take his superhuman healing away. Well, How, he, he wouldn't because he still have his adamantium infused skeleton, wouldn't he? So he, shooting him wouldn't really do anything. Hey Tom, you were out actually there. Well done. Um, mm. So someone someone else managed actually you <laughs> actually better done. than, than actually you did. Done. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. I'm feeling Tom. quite sick about myself using it, doing an um actually that also contained the phrase adamantium infused <laughs> exactly. skeleton. <laughs> But it's because we love you that we didn't. We didn't <laughs> we mention didn't it. Didn't mention it. Oh, it's getting bad. I found myself watching Games Workshop painting videos today. <laughs> it's getting really bad. 
I tell you what, though, some of the techniques that you pick up from those uh, kind of videos, absolutely superb. I was you can't get any fucking paints online. They're all sold out everywhere because of Everyone's, all the other dorks. Are everyone's like, doing the same thing. thing. My yeah. Eldar painted. <laughs> I know. I, I'm I'm really annoyed. All I want to all I want is a scale model of a Huey helicopter to build. I really just want a Huey helicopter so that I can paint it. <laughs> And I cannot find any scale. I can't. I mean, not even one to seventy-two, which is the tiny scale. There's no one three fives, one four eights, nothing. I just literally cannot find them for love nor money. It's ridiculous. I, you I mean, want I don't seventy-two Yui. That would be, be tiny. It's, it's too fiddly. Tiny, too fiddly. Yeah. Way too fiddly. Yeah. Cool. So we got time to go off one of these tangents. Don't worry, guys. Um, so superpowers. What superpower would you take away? Um, I would take away Aquaman's ability to Aquaman. <laughs> Phil Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> I would take Aquaman's um, ability to speak to fish away, just because that's all the dude has. <laughs> he can breathe underwater. And <laughs> that's it. There's your fish army gone. Take away his ability to breathe underwater. Yeah, but, but the only other useful thing he can do is speak to fish, except that he can't because he. Well, he has, <gasps> right, and another thing. Oh, went up my nose. Went up my nose. <laughs> just... So you you just want to fuck with Aquaman then, Tom? Yeah, Aquaman. Aquaman. Duncan. <laughs> Jeff Aquaman. Jeff Aquaman. <laughs> Hi there, Jeff Aquaman. <laughs> I can't talk to the fish anymore. Some twat took my power away. <laughs> How are you doing, Wolverine? <laughs> not good. Yeah, not great. <laughs> my claws came out. They went back yeah. in. Just like six plasters very carefully, kind of. Yeah. Just <laughs> covering his little holes. But yeah. Who you got, Duncan? I mean, if you took away Jean Grey's psychic, like her telekinesis <laughs> stuff, just be a normal person. Yeah, she's just green and grey. Yeah, yeah, but then you could do it with Cyclops as well. Just take away his eye beamy shit, and they'd just be a guy in sunglasses. He wouldn't even need the sunglasses anymore. He'd just be a guy. No. Yeah, but yeah, you, but you, you, know, you know that Cyclops is the type of prick that would hang on to the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, he'd still pretend. I'm, I'm trying to remember. He does lose that power yeah. at one point, and I think he does. What hang else on. does he do then? Well, I think he hangs on to the sunglasses pretending he's still got the power. Like, oh, what no a one fucking knows. Douche. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what happens. So many of hey, them. Hey, Cyclops, just try that thing. Uh, oh, I'm not feeling it right now, guys. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I think the moral implications of doing that. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I think he's a bit like that. So, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of superheroes just have one power, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. it's not like um, Superman where you can do various dicking around with yeah this is weird i can see our reflection in tom's window yeah Yeah, that is weird isn't it what is he doing he's coming back russ what superhero and what would you do to him i said superman superman and what would you take away i mean we have already been through this i take away his invulnerability while he's flying oh that's right now i remember um uh sonia from theatrical cut she asks uh, snog, marry, avoid the musker hounds. Which one are you snog, mar- snogging? Which one are you marrying? Which one are you avoiding? I don't know who the musker hounds are. Well, they're the musketeers. They're the same things, except they're dogs. <laughs> so she's talking about dog tanyan. Yes, and the musker hounds. Yeah, but the, specifically <laughs> the musker hounds. 
I mean, I think it would have to be avoid all of them and break into a cartoon that's not just got animals in it to find <laughs> something for the other two. I think I'll marry Aramis. Um, other than that, I haven't, haven't really figured it out. I'm trying to remember the names of the musketeers. Aramis. Yeah. Uh, Paf- no, it's not Paphos, is it? <laughs> Portos. Portos. Yeah. Paphos is just a place, isn't it? Yeah, Paphos. Paphos. Yeah. Isn't Paphos well, a mental state as well? Um, it is. Well, yeah. Aramis. I, I've even read the fucking book and I can't bloody remember the names. Athos. 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 Yeah. Aramis. Portos. Portos. So there is a Pathos. Dog Tanyan. Yeah. Athos, Pathos, Bathos, and Athos, Athos, Aramis, and Aramis, and So I'm snogging Athos, I'm marrying Aramis, and I'm avoiding Porthos. There we go. I think Aramis becomes a priest in the end. Not in my version. I ruin that dog. <laughs> I think I thought Portos was the grumpy one, so probably avoid him. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm avoiding him as well. It's just a bit much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, anything? Anything to add? Anyone want to add? Anything? Well, yeah. Am I? Are, are we actually dogs in this? Yeah. No. No. We're just fucking them. <laughs> All right. Oh well, that changes everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just pretending to be to get them into bed. <laughs> So just wearing a dog costume and a dog mask. Yeah. Just like my usual. Hosing yourself down with musk. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a note from Sarah. Uh, She had her headset off for five minutes and all you've talked about is bestiality and wonder why I don't listen to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit unfair. We don't always talk about bestiality. (laughs) No, but the, the little snapshot that she's got, we are. So, yeah. Um, right, moving on. Uh, Marika Moffat says she's got a few from the family. Sterling says, why are UFOs generally round? Uh, James says, can you survive only on Mars bars? And if not, how long would you live for? <laughs> Lincoln says, could you live on pure protein inspired by Robin in Teen Titans Go? Uh, and Marika <laughs> herself says, what would actually be the best action plan in the face of a zombie apocalypse? Zombies oh, move, I've got that one. Zombies move at a slightly slower than average walking speed. Right, they're all gold there, by the way. Let's start. Let's, let's go down the list. UFOs generally round. Why are they generally round? But they're not. They're like a weird disc with a little boop. Like, like I mean, floating last time I checked, did flat nipple. Yes, yeah, discs are round last time I checked. There was, there was something, one of the first like <laughs> UFO encounter type <laughs> things. Yeah. The pilot reported the spacecraft that he saw, or whatever it was that he saw. He described its motion as skipping across the water like someone had spun a saucer. And from that, flying saucers took the term flying saucer, and then it entered pop culture as a as a disc. Um, but that's not actually what the person describing it. I, probably because um, it's usually just seen as a white light, and so we assume a light, glowing light, is an orb. Or a globe, or roundish, yeah. because that is what our assumption of such, such sources of light are. Mm. That's actually a tremendously logical explanation. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that actually. that should be the actually Dan. I think that actually. should be the 
that but should be the Wikipedia entry. Yeah, there you go. So a, a, saucer, a, a saucer would be a pretty terrible shape for a spacecraft. But if it's not powered by conventional, you know, our, our, our like conventional a, understanding of it. Like for a vessel, the ideal hmm. shape is a sphere. So, you know, if you're talking about like advanced civilizations, spaceships should be spherical. It makes the most sense from sort of if you're, if you're trying to build something that keeps in atmosphere, uh -huh, it's but, the most efficient but, shape. But we know from Mass Effect that actually if you generate a more <laughs> no. powerful enough, <laughs> yeah, no. you generate a powerful enough Mass Effect field, you can enter and exit uh, atmospheres without causing yourself any trouble because mm -hmm. of the Mass Effect field. So, so much of the, uh, the codex in Mass Effect is going, uh, because of element zero. It's, yeah, it's, it's ESO. <laughs> well, also, with a globe you sphere, you get even, uh, it's the way of getting an even gravity distribution if you wanted, if you had a dense enough core, because we're assuming that they've got some high dense sort of super core thing I, I had a word for it and then i've just gone to core thing um but you know heavy elements that uh ra heavy radioactive elements that sort of power the vessels and so you well, are, you, are you saying that they would be so dense that they'd actually generate the gravity well they've got to be pretty big or that, really dense unless your, unless your spacecraft was colossal you'd have tidal gravitational forces on a distance of like from your feet to your head well then they have to be massive i suppose like, you could still, oh, unless you were doing spin gravity, I suppose, like hang on, hang on, hang on. Russ, are you saying flying saucers aren't real? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm not. I'm okay. just saying they're not necessarily the most effective shape. Okay. Well. I mean, very, it, it very much depends on how you're generating your gravity, as Duncan says. Mm. Are you going for a, a spin or a constant acceleration model, mm. a la Expanse? Ah. Shall we just say the expense for a goat, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Marika, don't play this to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, James then says, can you survive only on Mars bars? And if not, how long would you live for? I'm doing a pretty good job of surviving on Twixes at the moment. So, uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing, no, you can't survive on Mars bars. So, so are you talking to Mars bars and you're not drinking water? <laughs> Well, I mean, we'd, we'd have to say you can drink water because if you weren't drinking water, that's what would kill you first. Yeah. Pretty much, no matter what you're eating, unless it's like plutonium. You're allowed to put Mars so, bars in. I think you'd get like scurvy salad. pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you'd, die, you'd be dead in three days without water, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Well, a bit longer, longer if you've got food. If you've got food going in, you're sort of all right because the food itself will have water in it. Mm. It's just you're not getting sufficient. Yeah, if, if the food you're eating is only Mars bars, it's still got water in it. And you'll not, then not be converting, converting the fat, but it won't. You won't I think, I think we're all, I think we're all missing. I think we're all missing the point, though, that Mars bars are predominantly sugar, and of mm. course, with too much fat. sugar in your body, and uh, you know your insulin regulation will go completely out the roof. You'll probably slip into diabetic yeah. shock, a coma, and then die. Yeah, I think that's that's the question. Is it's not how long you'd last. It's what would kill you? <laughs> oh, yeah, eating Mars bars. There you go. I mean, it's, it's, it's the sugar intake. I mean, it's, it's like what happens at the beginning of 28 Days Later, isn't it? When he mm. comes out of his coma, he starts eating whatever he can oh, find he out of like vending machines. All teasers and running yeah. away. Yeah. And, and he has a sugar crash, like a big sugar crash. Like it really hits him. So imagine if that's all you've got to subsist on, you know, and having to go about your daily life. And you've not got anything else to eat. 
no pie and mash, no nothing. Like you, I mean, you're literally going, you know, your foot will fall off. <laughs> you know, it's just, you are going <laughs> to, your insulin regulation will just not happen. And that's it. You'll, you'll, you'll have a, um, what is it? A The one that's really dangerous is the too little. It's the hypo is the, is the real dangerous oh, one yeah. because the hyper, you just do a bit of exercise and burn the sugar off hmm. the hypo you haven't got enough energy to keep yourself going and you crash. And generally that is quite a terrifying thing to watch. Which yeah. is why they have to self-regulate their insulin, isn't it? And uh, also yeah. have jelly babies and things like that ready and to go. Lucasade. <coughs> oh, really? Yeah, generally it's Lucasade. Um, well, no, it is Lucasade. My, my father-in-law's got... Hmm. Uh, is diabetic and I've watched him have so many hypos and it's like just falling over. Oh, my or God. he gets really confused. Hmm. It's, it's, it's an experience. I can imagine. Can you imagine? So, you so how long do you think you could last for Mars bars? I think a week. A week? A couple of weeks? And you you would be a hot mess by the end of it. Oh my god, yeah. Oh god, you'd be well, disgusting. what's his name was surviving on uh, Mackie D's? And that Mackie D's one. And yeah, but he was... Like, Supersize me. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, he was taking in water and actually... Mm to some degree some some salad stuffs and some vegetables and maize and but breads he, and meats and you know so he was taking in but it was we assume that you are drinking water i think we would have to otherwise that would kill you before anything more interesting would <laughs> so potentially potentially then you could maybe last a couple of months but i think i think the sugar intake alone would kill you mm. A very the scurvy, I mean, faster yeah. than, if you're eating a lot of them like you would probably last longer eating nothing than eating loads of mars bars i think it's one of those things where you would hasten it along and and almost like with supersize me after 30 mm. days i think your liver would be would effectively have turned to fat mm. um and it wouldn't be filtering toxins out of your blood and actually you've yeah. got even more complications yeah. I, I i imagine you'd probably develop some kind of um, abscess infection or septicemia or something in in your body somewhere you yeah. eventually kill you okay so good. a mars bar has total car- a carbohydrate of 31.4 grams uh, dietary fiber one gram sugars 26.1 grams and protein 4.1 grams so you would probably actually survive for a wee while because it has got the protein and probably a good amount of uh oh, 14 more rows Hang on, let's have a look at this. I'm guessing so, it doesn't have a balanced vitamin and mineral well, no, contribution. No, you're on that front, but mm-hmm. as I said, scurvy probably gets you. Mm. So Retro. The other end of things then, um, Lincoln then asks, could you live on pure protein inspired by Robin in Teen Titans Go? Well, if we're led to believe that science fiction is right, then the entire crew of the Nebuchadnezzar and everyone else in the Matrix lives on a protein paste. That's true. Which always is a tad mm. suspicious to me. It always makes me wonder what the chef's doing in the kitchen. How do you get like, the texture? If, you had enough, um, if it had sort of vitamin supplements and stuff in it, you probably could, couldn't mm. you? You might not be super healthy, but... I think the important thing depends. is that, that Robin from honestly, Team Science Go de- could. It honestly also depends on what proteins you're taking in. Like, protein is covers a lot of essential... Um, amino different amino acids mm. so like all right let's say let's say it's something that we know is made out of effectively just protein so 
you're only able to live on Linda, <laughs> Linda McCartney sausages for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Marika's That's, last... It's yeah. probably possible, I think. Marika's last question, then, is mm. what is the ultimate plan to survive in the zombie apocalypse? Zombies are slightly slower than humans. Duncan, you said you got something here. Well, I have spent a lot of time thinking about this. Um, I've decided Easdale Island was not the place to go. Orkney is basically the place to go. You cut all, make sure all ferries are, uh, you need to go around on a bicycle. Bicycles are the way to travel because you're, you're fast enough. You cover distance faster than you would. Uh, it's the most energy efficient way of riding. You want to find a place that is basically relatively remote with a freshwater source and a point uh, with a good vantage point. You do want a small group of people because you need to be able to rotor in uh, your watches and you should get yourself a good foraging book so you can just mm -hmm. live off the land and a fishing rod. You want to be near water, preferably next to the sea, because then you've got uh, you need a freshwater source, and then you've got the sea that will give you all your uh, a lot of food, and start preparing how to make uh, small traps to capture animals or start feeding on um, roadkill. Um, but like heading off to one of the Scottish islands is probably not such a bad idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it. Orkney is probably your go to the Orkney Islands. Let's most most it, of yeah. the actual when they when they've done sort of actual computer modelling based on sort of population dynamics and plugging in various things about zombies, it it actually wouldn't be that big a problem in real life, hmm. especially if it's you're talking like your classic Romero slow moving zombies. Yeah, they they just get whacked on the head with stuff. It, they, it wouldn't be that difficult to contain them. No. But yeah, sure, if you were trapped in a shopping centre with 5,000 of them, you might be in trouble. But in all likelihood, they wouldn't be that difficult to deal with. And you're not meant to wear loose clothing or anything. I, I mean, some of... Some That's of what fine, the, I always wear spandex anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and because you rub yourself in uh, oil, you're super slippery and s smooth skin. Yeah, because, um, like, you know, ass assuming that becoming a zombie doesn't augment their strength in any way then, you know, wear a motorbike suit. You can't bite through that. It's pretty you know, de de Decent pair of thick jeans or something, you wouldn't be able to bite through. With human teeth and human jaw strength... I just don't think we'd get the correct PPE in time. That's the problem, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's go quick fire for the rest of them. We haven't got that many left, so it's fine. Oh, go for it. Okay. How did the orcs in Lord of the Rings know the word menu? I've got a theory on it. So, so orcs are kind of bred from the ground, right? In Lord of the Rings, they're kind of like. Mm -hmm. Well, no. Uh, quickly, orcs were meant to be corrupted elves. Yeah. The original orcs were the uruk hai yeah. were bred from the ground. Yeah. But the original orcs are actually corrupted. Okay. Elves. So, so who says yeah. or, or looks like meats back on the menu, boys? That's an uruk hai, right? Yeah. Well, no, they, that's yeah. that's an orc. Is it? That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, wherever they're being. Uh, no, hang on. That's Nurakai that says that to <laughs> okay. an orc who yeah. he's just killed. Okay, cool. Regardless, they're probably being kept in a pen somewhere where they're being fed things and maybe they have a choice of things, which would be considered a menu. So they probably learnt the menu, the word menu that or, way. Or Sauron wrote the word menu on another ring. There you go. And or, just everyone knows the word. I don't know, mm. you know, if you're just being racist about this, but why do you think that orcs don't enjoy a varied and vibrant restaurant culture when they're off duty. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, Dan. 
Why? Why? Why, Why Dan? Russ, Why? Yeah. Well, no, I agree. I'm, I'm with I'm I'm with Russ on this. <laughs> you racist. <laughs> uh, why did the Emperor need a hundred Star Destroyers? To get to the other side. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's as good a reason as any. That's it? it. That's actually it. There you go. Why is he? When did he have a hundred Star Destroyers? Oh, in um, that Bobbins film that, that just came. Really I thought, well, I thought he had more than that. Yeah, he, he had. had it's, um, Richard E. Grant says this will increase the power of our fleet ten thousand fold. Yeah, so but they, they only how had a thousand of a ship at the ten thousand times that yeah right so it's more it's significantly more than 100 uh nobody knows why he needs them nobody cares uh how many miles of railway track are there on the island of sodor oh do you know what i could have actually answered that if i remembered that wikipedia page <laughs> not not as many as you might think there's, oh, there's really? only really there's like the main line We've lost there's a few branch lines yeah. and it depends if you include the narrow gauge stuff going up to like the clay pits and the quarry and round the round the round the docks I think that is everything. I think. I think that's everything. If, if, if we've missed your question, let us know and we'll make sure we answer it on the next pod, even though we're not doing searching questions next time. But this has been excellent. So thanks for listening to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Uh, we'll be back very soon with probably some news, I'd imagine. Tom had to shoot off. Um, so if you have any more questions, hit us up on Twitter or uh, Instagram. Uh, email us don't email us Instagram or Twitter TMTOH on both of those um, if you just want to call, talk to us you can do that and add us on Instagram anyway because we could do with a few followers uh, tell your friends get them to start listening to this podcast we'll be back as I say very soon thanks for listening and goodbye peace out y'all yeah cue the music oh I suppose so 